something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. You can't giggle. I have to start. What is wrong? I didn't even do anything. No, I just remembered that Twitter thing. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking again. We love talking about weddings. (laughs) Guys, here's what happened. Before we started recording, I'm going to put in the show notes a link to this Twitter video. Oh my gosh. That Tristan sent me. And I was like, okay. And I started to watch it. And I thought the joke was just okay. Pam (laughs) was tickled. We watched this video, I don't know, 45 minutes ago, and Pam out of nowhere is still laughing about it. It makes me laugh. I don't know why. It's so... It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And it just, I don't know, it it gets me. It was really funny because in the moment, guys, Tristan is doing that thing. Like, you know when you send somebody you know, like a joke or a meme or whatever, and you're, you're right waiting. in front of them and you're waiting for them to laugh at the thing you liked. Mm-hmm. So Tristan was having that moment and I was not giving him the response he wanted. I was like, okay, ha, ha, ha. but thankfully Pam's in the room <laughs> being the best audience member giggling up a storm. So the two of them are just like giggling, <laughs> we and the, just me in the middle, holding the phone, watching the video, like barely like cracking a smile. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's funny. <laughs> I'm glad that you were there for him. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I, we'll, I, we'll share. Also, my... <laughs> I'll be very interested to see who found it funny and who didn't. True. We'll, we'll do like we'll an see. Instagram poll or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, welcome to Wedding Hi. Professionals. Hi. Yeah. Hi, Pammy. Hi. Let's so, talk weddings. Let's talk weddings. So this is the last episode we're doing before we start bringing guests back. Yeah, that's exciting. It. We're going to start having people in. Start interacting. Are you ready to be social again? Can you handle it? I think so. Okay. I mean, I might be a little rusty, but... Yeah. We're cool, though. We can be cool. I'll try. (laughs) We'll show them that video. See what happens. (laughs) There we go. Um, So so this is the last week, just the two of us. Yeah. And you mentioned... It has been fun. It's been good catching up. Yeah. But I'm ready to bring in new people. Not that I'm bored with you. Whoa. I would never... All right. I wouldn't know. No, no, this is this marriage is strong. <laughs> um, but you sent me something today, which was kind of wedding related. This which is was what we super do. Super fun. Yeah, <laughs> guys, you realize even if we didn't have this podcast, even when we weren't recording in between the dark years, we'll call them the dark years. Okay, that's good. <laughs> when we went dark for a bit, yeah, um, we would still send each other random wedding, wedding stuff. Things. We yes. just, guys, this is what we do. This is in our blood. <laughs> this is who we are. Um, so Pammy, tell everybody about the, was it TMZ you saw the article? TMZ, which I love TMZ. And I saw this article that just was, it, when I read it, I'm like, this is awesome. And I was really kind of bummed that I didn't think of this first. Oh, yeah. This is a very, this would be a very Pam, Pam and Jeff, Jeff thing to mm-hmm. do. Agreed, agreed. Um, this couple got married and then decided to not basically not pack for the honeymoon they wore their tux and wedding dress through their entire honeymoon brilliant yes yeah shout out to we'll link you guys in the the article this is dan and olivia corcoran okay right close enough um so yeah they flew in from oregon came to los angeles 
in their tuxedo and wedding gown, went to a Dodgers game. Yes. And basically just spent a couple days in LA wearing the same clothes. Oh, two days jam-packed in LA without shedding their wedding wear, is what it says. Brilliant. Hilarious. Yes. I mean, I thought that stuff only happened in Vegas, but they are like making it happen in LA. Love it. Question. Yes. How much additional free shit or upgrades yes. do you think that they got? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a they hustle probably, mood that I mean, I like it. I like this. They move. got on the jumbotron. I'm sure oh, at totally. the Dodger They're game. They're fucking TMZ. TMZ found them at LAX. I'm yes. You yes. know, like everyone gave them an upgrade, free bottle of champagne, champagne, free desserts. Yeah, you know, lots of uh, congratulations. People on the street, congratulations. Yeah. How much did the stuff smell by the time they got back to Oregon? Like well, that return, especially because they did it in summer. Ooh, in Los stinky. Angeles, mm-hmm. and a couple days ago, it's it was like pretty humid, ninety-seven, mm-hmm. sunny at a ball game. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I'm sure they're pretty ripe. <laughs> But, like I said, I a mean, little Febreze? Somebody would give them Febreze for free. <laughs> Didn't make it work. You just air it out. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I And just... I almost said, what do they do for pajamas? But they remembered it was the honeymoon, so. <laughs> <Ba-dum-bum>. <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> no, Jeff and I, I'm telling you, we totally would have done this. Yes. I could have talked him into it. Absolutely not. Tristan would never do this. <laughs> He is a fun guy, but he doesn't like that much attention on him from strangers. Right, right. Um, so I don't think he could handle like just a complete like spectacle Stranger like that. And- no, he would be beat red the whole time. <laughs> I would be rolling with it. Like you would I, like it. Once I committed to the idea, I would roll with it. But I don't think I don't think I could wear a dress that long. I don't like, dre- I mean, like I wear dresses like from yeah. time to time, but I'm not like when I open up the closet, I'm not like, ooh, time to wear a dress. Like it's not like what I gravitate towards. I'm more of a pants gal. So I think that like hmm. if I could wear the tuxedo, I'm in. Okay. Switch. Yeah. I mean, Tristan's got the legs for it. <laughs> um, so that's really fun. Like I said, we will fun. we will link to it and shout out to them. What a What a fun way to spend kind of a low key wedding. You just like flew down to another city. Down yeah. the coast, went to a ball game. That's cute. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, do you want to get into some confessionals? Yeah, let's do that. As per usual, I'm going to let you go first because I'm lazy. This is a long one. Oh, <laughs> that's right. You picked them out. You could have made the second. <laughs> <laughs> my, my scheme wins again. Mm-hmm. I somehow scam my way into not having long ones sometimes. Okay. Um, so up first, hit me, Pam. Okay, here we go. Dear Brooke, Pam, Miss Ruth, and guest, I'm nervous writing you, though this is my second binge through of this podcast awesomeness. Um, what? Thank you. Have you ever binged a podcast twice? I have not. Have you? Totally. (laughs) Of course I have. Of course you have. Of course I have. (laughs) So like I feel you. You get th- yes, you get this. I do you get, get this. Okay. You just get in a groove with something. It's nice. All right. I we're that groove for this person. That. This really? is nice. Yeah. Okay, I'm done complimenting each other. Okay, bye. <laughs> I wanted to write just for the sake of it upon listening to the first episode the first time. But I hadn't much reason to. Now I now here I am needing some advice, validation, chin up buttercup words. 
So here's the deal. When I was 16, I got engaged. Though I had a ring on, on the right hand, it had to be very secretive about it because I was very young. You were 16. Um, yeah. What? Okay. 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 Young, in love. Go ahead. I get it. Okay. When I was 19, I married my high school sweetheart, only to find out nine years later that he was gay and we went through a divorce. A little bitterness there, but all in all, it was a quote-unquote easy divorce, and now I don't feel like I'm enough for my other, or just that I didn't have the right parts. Now, three years after my divorce, I'm with a wonderful guy with whom I'm, I connect on an uncounty amount of different levels. About 10 months ago, he asked me to marry him. But about three months ago, we got into a pretty heavy quarrel. The only major argument we've ever had. We have disagreements, but nothing big and crazy. The next morning, we made amends and created some healthy relationship ground rules. But he said, right now, the marriage is off the table. Okay, that's cool. I'm good with going slow and doing this right. Since then, things have been going extremely well. And he said about a month ago, I think the rings can go back on, as we both have engagement rings. Now I'm confused. Are we engaged? Are we not? I asked him if he wants to get married and where we stand, and he says, we stand together. That's all that matters, right? But now I don't know if I should wear the ring or not. Just because I don't want questions about it and I don't know the answers to since I don't honestly know where this is going... Never fear, we'll be together for the rest of our lives. I, I feel like the engagement is stagnant, even though we discussed the engagement would be long anyway, potentially two plus years or so, and sort of a secret. But I don't want to, it to be a secret. If I'm engaged, I want to wear the ring. I want to be squealing and excited since I couldn't have that the first time around. How can I feel better about this within myself? From content with being happily unmarried? Hmm. This is a thinker. Okay, to begin with, really happy you didn't get married when you were 16. Yes. But it sounds like that young love ended, and now you're with someone else. You know a little bit more about yourself. You know about more about you what you want. That's good. Yeah. Hmm. Pammy, what do you think? I think you have to have a conversation. I think, I mean, that's just where it is. I mean, I feel like he's kind of leading things right now where he's like, no, we're engagement's off. Okay, now it's on. It's like, well, where do you, how do you feel about this? Where you need to speak up and say how you feel. So if you're happy to put the rings back on and be engaged, then I feel like that should be celebrated. You want to celebrate it. But if that's not where you are, both of you are not there at the same time, then hold off and don't put those rings back on yet. Yeah, what well, that's the other thing is that on one end, I was like, oh, should she? But then I remembered it's both of them that have engagement rings. So yeah. I'm guessing in this scenario, the other person, he, he does not have an engagement ring. Or he uh, is he wearing his engagement ring yet? Because my guess is saying that I think we should probably wear them again. And then her having questions makes me think you that her fiance slash boyfriend has not put the ring back on correct i don't know no he said um that they still wanted a secret though okay so they're not on 
Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. I think that you need to have the conversation of where are we? And if even if the answer is, I want to revisit this conversation in three months or six months, if that is what it is, and there's something there's some sort of barrier or some sort of thing that needs to be resolved first, like that is reasonable. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you definitely are a person you say that you're going to be with this person forever. Right. You seem to really think that this is you guys are in it for the long haul. Um, I guess the question is, how important are labels to you? Right. And if maybe this is the pressure of, you know, you guys end up in a relationship that doesn't have your stereotypical, you know, married, engaged, whatever kind of stuff, and you're just life partners, that's chill. As long as, long as you're okay as with both it. people are chill with it. Yes. yes. So yeah, I think having the conversation also, it may be worth bringing up in the conversation how much it means to you to either be married or be open about the engagement, engagement. or whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever it is that really is important to you. Because it sounds like on one end, like you said, he is comfortable saying, you know, his things and his thoughts along the way and where he is temperature wise with everything. Mm-hmm. But you have to be just as comfortable. And my guess is that your natural instinct is that you're not a confrontational person and you're not like the aggressive, I don't want to say aggressive like mean, but like, you know, really um, coming Voicing forth. Your yeah. Some people are really comfortable with doing that. Me. <laughs> but I recognize that I, I recognize that I'm weird. I know that most people aren't as open at just kind of throwing it out there. But I do think if we're talking about even if we don't end up married, if both of you decide this isn't a thing that really matters to you, I do think whoever your life partner is, if you end up wanting to have a life partner, mm-hmm. needs to be someone that you are completely comfortable always being able to express your feelings. I agree. Because you can't just be cowering and, and worried about someone else's feelings. You matter too. Yeah. Yep. What you want also matters. Yeah, because it sounds like this is important to you. Yeah. And that's okay. Absolutely. And you might be surprised too with his answer. Yeah. You know, if you bring it up and say, hey, listen, you know, I want to put the ring back on, but I'm ready to be happy about it and want to talk about it and start planning and do all the squealy things. He, You know, you might be surprised. He yeah. might be like, oh, you know what? Okay, then let's be excited about this. Yeah. My only other piece of advice on this is that the timing of when you have this conversation, first of all, needs to be sooner rather than later, because this has obviously been bothering you. Mm -hmm. Second of all, shouldn't be in the bedroom or late at night when people are tired or anything like that. It should be well rested. It should be sober. Yes. Should not be at the tail end of another random, you say you don't really fight, so it doesn't really seem like argument, but it needs to be a very chill moment. A quiet moment where you know you're not going anywhere and you'd be like, hey, can I talk with you about something? Also, I know some people and some couples where they like to say, hey, when you get home from work or when you get back from such and such, I would like to talk about this thing. Or tomorrow when we have a moment, I would. And some people really like to prepare mentally for that kind of a conversation. Some people don't like that kind of stuff. That would scare the crap out of me. Okay. Yeah. I, I, personally like to talk about things immediately obviously yeah. as we can tell <laughs> but like I know my husband needs a couple of days sometimes to like you know c- kind of like turn the corner take a breath think about something marinate on it and then like revisit it 
And that's kind of a, his his kind of personality. And again, you you know your partner and you know yourself. Mm-hmm. So find kind of a, a way that works for both of you. But like I said, not in the bedroom and not mm-hmm. when anybody's had any sort of substance yeah. and not in front of other people. No. But Agreed. have it. And, and you know, like I, I think that you already come from a place of care with this person. So yeah. I think, you know, don't come in hot. Come in with care, but also like it's okay to kind of stick up for yourself a little bit and you're Just allowed know to have what you want. Yeah. You're allowed to have opinions about your own damn life. Yeah. And you'll find a compromise. Yes. But I don't think I don't I don't think you need so much a buck up buttercup because that makes it sound like your emotions like, oh, you're fine, buck up. But you know, I think that I think we will empower you to know that your opinions and your ideas about your own life are important. Count. Yep, they matter. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Yeah, please. <sighs> Number two. Yeah. Okay. You get to read this one. Okay, is it long? Probably not. Uh, okay, this one isn't that long. Okay, you did me wrong. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> Greetings, Pam and, and Brooke and guest next week. Thank <laughs> you for your podcast. It has helped me and given me a lot of information. I'm currently having an issue with my mother and planning my wedding. And I'm hoping you might be able to assist me with this. Okay. Not sure how to start. So here goes. (laughs) I would like my brother to walk me down the aisle on my wedding day, but my mother is insisting that I ask my stepfather. Mm. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love my stepfather. He has been there since I was three years old, but I'm not as close with him as he is with our half sister his real daughter. My brother and I have had good times and bad times, but we are close. And I've always imagined him walking me down the aisle since I was about 12 years old. My mother is trying to give me a guilt trip and tell me it's important for a father to be part of the daughter day. I'm not saying I don't want him there or anything like that. The stress and guilt is starting to get to me and I'm starting to not even want to have a wedding or maybe elope or maybe just walk myself. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you have any suggestions on how to not hurt my dad and get it through to my mother without her guilting me? Signed, Mother Issues. Hmm. I like that it's not stepfather issues. Right. She signed it Mother Issues. She did. Because the problem doesn't sound like it's with the stepfather. Nope. At no point in there has she said the stepfather has been guilting me. The stepfather has been putting this up. Mm -hmm. You know what that means? He's a chill dude. And you do have a good relationship with him, it sounds like, because you haven't trashed him at all in this. And that's nice. Yeah. Um, What do you think? One of the things I thought about reading this is, I I mean, I definitely think it's the mom. And I think, like you said, with it being mother issues, signed mother issues, not stepfather issues. Because I was originally, as you were reading it, I'm like, oh, I'm like, is he paying for the wedding and that's why he wants to walk her down the aisle? Like like the parents, mm -hmm. her mom and stepdad. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, maybe. So, you know, thinking is if that is like the right, if he's footing the bill, that he gets to do that. Okay. Um, But I mean, I don't know. When it comes back to mother issues, it's just what she wants. It's It's a vision your mom has. And I say stay strong. You've had this vision of your brother walking. I'm close with my brothers, and I, I say stick with it. Yeah. Have him walk you down the aisle. My brother walked me down. And I walked myself down. Yeah. I mean, my dad was there, and we did a father-daughter dance. That was our, you know, that was me bringing him into my wedding and having him be a part of it. That was going to be my suggestion. 
is the compromise is stepdad gets the father-daughter dance. Yeah. And that's a special moment and lasts a lot longer. True. And you can find a fun song that's like sentimental to, I mean, if you grew up in the same house with this guy, there's got to be a song that kind of, you both kind of, yeah, you know, have some sort of a history with that would be kind of fun. Um, yeah, I, I, hmm. I think that your mother has a vision and she seems like she's a powerful person who doesn't mind giving her opinion. Right. And we love strong women. We do. <laughs> but I think one, she has a vision like you're saying, but I also think we have to realize that your mother is also, I think, protective of your stepfather's feelings. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it sounds like you haven't mentioned dad at all in this. I don't know if right. he's passed or he's just not in your life. I'm not sure. But it sounds like this has been the father figure since you were a toddler. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if your mother is just very sensitive to the fact that she never wants your stepfather to feel like he's like a second rate parent or like he didn't do enough or you're not connected with him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think it's probably just her trying to protect him. He probably seems to know what your relationship is with him, is comfortable with it is chill. He's probably fine. Yeah. I think if you have a conversation, first of all, have the conversation with him. Don't have it with your mother. Have the conversation with him. If you would, if you'd like to take our advice and have the father daughter dance with him and make it like mm -hmm. a thing and have the two of you pick out a song, go to him directly and be like, Hey, you know, I was thinking about my wedding and how I want to make sure that I include you. You don't even have to bring up the walking down the aisle. That's right? not what this is about. This is about your Inclusion. relationship with him mm -hmm. and how you want to celebrate that at your wedding. Mm -hmm. And you want to like recognize that because this is a person it sounds like has been a positive influence in your life. And a part of your life for a long time. Yeah. So if you want to have that dance with him, I think that would be a really sweet gesture. And that might be a way to maybe take the heat off of her or off of you. But I think that it's fine that your brother walks you down. I think it's sweet. Yeah, I do too. Especially at this point, I wonder if your brother knows about it. He might be kind of bummed to get the boot. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> he was looking forward to that march. Um, yeah, I say I'm with you, Pam. We're on the same. Look at us on the same page. Ooh, look at us. We're awesome. We're killing it. It was really fun <laughs> that you did the solution that I was already going to suggest. Yes. Oh man, we're so in sync. <laughs> this podcast marriage is strong. Is it? <laughs> Can't get rid of me, Pammy. Nope. All right. Uh, third one what's next number three hey brooke pam guest and ruthie missing you all so much and hoping that brooke recovers soon so we can have you all back in our lives yay brooke dreams back. come true i'm the corgi bride from episode 94 <gasps> dartboards and wedding dogs are we getting a corgi update <gasps> yes yes and okay. i wanted to give you an update Okay, just to recap, she's <laughs> the one that had a corgi puppy. Yes, puppy. And wanted to incorporate the corgi puppy into the wedding, but the venue did not allow dogs. Yes. And we gave her a lot of advice of ways to sneak that dog into that wedding. I don't think any of us gave the advice of like, don't let the dog come. We basically were like, we got to get this dog you there. You need to bend the rules a little <laughs> sometimes. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Okay, so we got married on July 20th. Hottest day of the summer, but perfect day complete with a rainbow during our our reception. That's nice. Aww. And we got to have our dog at our wedding. Yes. Woohoo! We found out after one of our venue visits that our pup could attend the ceremony since it was outside. So instead of having her go crazy around a large number of guests, we had her attend during pictures and it was entirely worth it. 
I've attached some pictures for your viewing pleasure. I hope this email finds you all well and returning to us soon. Much love, Corky Loving Bride. These pictures are adorable. Oh my God, stop. Look at how Stop. Look, look, look at him. Or her I little tongue, I'm not sure. love corgis so much. Their oh, little butts. They're so oh cute. Oh my goodness. Okay, this isn't helpful for a podcast. I apologize. I know. Oh my gosh. Listen, we're going to double check with the bride that we'll get permission, but we'll put them on Instagram so you guys can see them if, if, if allowed. Well, even if we're just a close-up of just the dog. It's Maybe so this cute. one. There's no there's there's no faces in this one. Okay. Just the most adorable right. little. Well, I'm sure she's gonna puppy. say yes. I mean, hello. She's <laughs> a fan of the show. Oh my god, look at also fantastic dress. Yes. Both of you look great. These are good photos. You do not look hot and sweaty. So no. shout out to whoever did your makeup. Yes. And to do a little pat down beforehand. So good. Um, oh, I'm so glad we got an update. Yeah. I love updates, guys. I do too. Please keep them coming. <laughs> Corgis puppies and you, you didn't even have to bend the rules no you got it was good i mean we were telling you to break them and look at that we're a terrible <laughs> influence on everyone <laughs> sometimes yeah you know yeah. So that is all the confessionals for today that's it that's it we're gonna go on to bridal breaks bridal breaks for anyone new to listening are just um suggestions that we give to not only brides but anyone helping to plan a wedding of uh, fun things to do that have nothing to do with weddings Mm-mm. so that we remember that we are humans with interests outside of wedding planning yes everyone needs a break take that break everyone needs to decompress everyone needs to namaste mm-hmm. everyone needs to drink meditate drink do what you need to entertain. do entertain yeah so Breathe. usually Usually, oh yeah, Pamela gives a drink suggestion. Mm-hmm. Plot twist: We're changing it up today. Tonight, I served Pam a drink that was so good that she was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're taking over the drink portion of the evening." Yes, and not only is it so good, but it's really strong. So I'm really grateful that we're getting towards the end of this because I'm getting a little tipsy. Yeah. If you're one of those people that likes to listen to a podcast multiple <laughs> times, like the person that said they binged it twice, re-listen to this episode and see if you can pick up on the pa- the fact that I, I am stone cold sober and Pam has been drinking this drink. <laughs> I had to stop because I had so many of them over the weekend that I was parched. <laughs> I had to like, like I had to step away and have it's, some Gatorade. It's so good. It's, You're going to want this. It's dangerous because it's, it's so refreshing. Super refreshing. Yes. So the the type of drink, and I'm interested to see, we'll do some sort of poll or something later, yeah. but um, it's called a fruit shrub, which apparently is a very old school thing to do. A fruit shrub I learned in Bon Appetit magazine. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this, by the way. Me neither. Um, is you basically, I think it's a way basically back in the day when, you know, you didn't have other ways to deal with storing fruit for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. So finding a way to make the fruit before it goes bad lasts in a different way. Like people would preserve and jam, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. That's just another thing to do with your fruits. So the idea is you take, um, according to Bon Appetit recipe, you take a pound of whatever fruit it is that you like, mm-hmm. you put it into with two cups of sugar, put a lid on it and just let it sit for like two days in the fridge. 
And the idea is that all the juice from the fruits, whether it's berries or citrus, whatever you're doing, soaks into the sugar and sort of makes it like a syrup. And every once in a while you open it and you, you stir it. I probably did it more than you need to just because I was curious and like fascinated as it was getting <laughs> goopier and goopier. I did is strawberries okay, because um, I love strawberries. And we, we just happen to have strawberries in the fridge. The only reason why this act- drink actually exists is because I looked at the recipe and thought all this stuff is already in my house. So I was like, done well, done. I'm bored. Let's try this. <laughs> So it's a, a cup of whatever fruit you want, two cups of sugar, sit for two days, make a syrup. This is where it gets a little weird. You take the fruit chunks out. So now you kind of have, you can strain it if you need to, but the idea is you have like this, like almost like a simple syrup that's flavored in whatever fruit you used. Mm-hmm. You add between one and a half and two cups of vinegar. Which sounds very weird. It does. But as a person who doesn't like super sweet cocktails, I was immediately like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm listening. Yep. I like it because it gives you that little like tanginess. It do- it, it, it uh, kind of cancels. Yes, exactly. It cuts the sweetness a little yeah. bit. So specifically the recipe that I ended up using, I did um, strawberries, the sugar, and then I used apple cider vinegar. And you can sort of mix it up. The next one I'm going to do, I'm going to do pineapple with some jalapeno, and I'm going to do white wine vinegar. TBD on it's going to be. I don't know, guys. So from there, <laughs> I, I... Sounds good to me. And the thing is, Bon Appetit was like, oh, you know, you can mix this with the club soda, or it's great as a starter for a cocktail. And I was like, yes, give me that cocktail Bon Appetit, because <laughs> I made the whole concoction. Oh, it has to sit for like, after the two days of the fruit, mm-hmm. yeah, the vinegar, it sits for a couple more days. So it kind of like ages it and gets it good. You're like ready for and this. And then that, that, that's now what a shrub is. The shrub is the syrup with the vinegar sitting. That can last a month just in the fridge. And it makes a decent amount if you think about two cups of sugar and then That's blah, a lot. Blah, blah. And yeah. yeah. So um, I'm looking at the way the Bon Appetit is so pretty in the picture and it shows you and it says something about making great cocktails. So I turned the page expecting to see a way to make some cocktails with this shit I just made. <laughs> Nothing. I'm like, thanks Bon Appetit. Really? What is this? So I had to Google fruit shrub cocktails. Thankfully, Google the came. internet yes. provided. Yes. So um, I found one because I'd already made the strawberry shrub. I looked up strawberry shrub cocktails and Mm -hmm. I found this great recipe from a beautiful plate and it's called a strawberry shrub cocktail. And basically you take that mixture that I already told you guys, Mm -hmm. you add gin and some mint and then you add whatever club soda on top or seltzer. I did a pineapple spindrift. So it sort of has like a tropical add oh, to it. Oh my goodness. It's so refreshing. And it's delicious. Dude, you 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 down one and you immediately are like, I could have another one of these because it's not too syrupy. It's not too no. heavy. And the problem is you don't need two. No. You definitely don't need three. She... Which is why I'm not having any tonight. <laughs> So she handed this to me and I'm like, okay, I'm going to sip this. And then I kept sipping it. And then she gave me this itty bitty straw in it just to like stir it all up. I had to switch to the straw so that I slowed down a little yes, bit. Because you can down it. Yes. It's dangerous. It's delicious. It's so good. So yeah, guys, especially near the end of the summer, where we're getting where like, you know, strawberries are still in season. Everything's kind of coming out right now. That's still summery. But people make grapefruit ones, any berries. Some people do like a mixture of berries. So like blackberries with raspberries and make like a little mixture. And this is good for weddings because you yeah. can make a big batch of yes. your yes. shrub. Mm-hmm. 
And what I like about it is that if you have somebody who doesn't want to drink alcohol or kids or whatever, it is refreshing on its own because I did a little bit of one without the gin and it because mm-hmm. it already has a complex flavor to it. Mm-hmm. So it's a good mocktail if you have a friend who's pregnant or someone who doesn't want to drink alcohol, yeah. but they can still feel included because it looks really pretty. The spritzer water with yeah. it. Yeah. 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 See, look at me. Look at you. I brought a boozy option for bridal breaks. But thankfully, Pam also watches tons of television. So she <laughs> she will take over my portion. So, I mean, I feel like I'm a little late to the party on this one. Um, it's a uh, it's a show that's on HBO. And I, I, I'd seen it a few times and I'm like, I don't know about this. And... And finally, Jeff was like, let's watch this. Let's just see what it is. And it's called White Lotus, The White Lotus. Oh, I've heard about this. And it it's crazy. <laughs> so it's six episodes. And right now, we've been binging it over the past couple of days. So it's really like heavy on the brain right now. Yeah. And we got through five. So we've got the last episode to watch. <gasps> and it is, it's wild. Like it's... It, I don't want to give too much away. Jennifer Coolidge, I hear, is in it. She is in she's it. She's wonderful. She Molly she Shannon. Is. Do you love how much I know? I haven't seen it. I know. Look at you. I knew I was going to watch <laughs> it at some point. So I only look at the actors' faces like on Twitter or mm-hmm. something. But I don't want to read anything because I don't want spoilers because I hear it's just fantastic. It's fantastic. The writing is great. The acting is great. And it, it is full of twists and turns and just like... Um, it's very interesting. It's really, it's really crazy. And I really can't wait to watch the finale tonight. So I'll let you guys know dun, dun, dun. what I think. Well, yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah. Without... What if you hate the ending? Oh. Are you going to come back next week and be like, cancel that White Lotus? Never mind on the White Lotus. <laughs> no, I can't. Well, I mean, they could screw it up, but I don't know. It's just, it's so good. It's so complex. You know, they, it's just... I don't know. It's not. It's only six though, so it's a quick binge. It's very dark. It reminds me a little bit of like. I mean, it's HBO, and I I don't know who's producing it, but it has that like Big Little Lies sort of feel to it with the music and the um, very cinematic and written really well. But yeah, if you liked Big Little Lies, then I think you would like White Lotus. It's Mike White, right? It is. Yeah. Is he director, writer, or both? Maybe. I think he did it all. Yeah. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. So if you like his kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. he's a thinker yes um that's cool white lotus that's been on my list now it really is yeah i want you tomorrow after you watch it or whenever to text me to be like i liked the ending or i didn't i'm I'm dying to know (laughs) okay that'll that'll tell me how to fast to watch it okay we usually have a third bridal break but i think it's just going to be that thing that tristan sent on twitter that you really liked (laughs) that i saw it was just okay (laughs) i can be the third thing look she's giggling again I, I do have to preface this. Yeah. That I watched it before I had a drop. That's true. You were shrub free. I was completely <laughs> shrub free. I mean, maybe that helped with the like giggles at the beginning, the shrub, yeah. but I was. I still enjoyed it. Okay. That'll be number three. Interesting <laughs> can contribute with this Twitter there we go. video. Perfect. Um, so Pam, yes. let's see after finishing a shrub, nope. how you do on our quiz. Now, you know, what's funny is what we've been doing this last couple of weeks is we kind of like 
you know, stretch out, get a little, get the rust out, get back into the full-time podcasting. Mm-hmm. We haven't done like the full ending of our podcast. We've sort of like done a little bit of like, we're on this place so you can find us here. Yeah. But we haven't done our like Instagram handle is this and da 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 that kind of stuff. Oh. So I'm going to quiz you on all of that and see how much you, you remember. One shrub in? Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Okay. Remember, I, I could have given you a water and you said, no, I'll just finish this shrub. <laughs> you did it Hold to yourself. On. Hold on. You also you also said, I'm going to get you a mini. This is not a mini. I, you know, this looking is, there's back. There's no mini here. I ended up getting lazy and grabbing the wrong size thing to measure everything. I was like, whatever. <laughs> It's She'll definitely drink not it. a mini. No. <laughs> it's not a weekday drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> Having a hell of a Tuesday. <laughs> okay, are you ready? No. <clears throat> Pamela, what is the name of our... This is good for you. It's good for you. It is good for me. What's the name? Uh, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the sober one. <laughs> We're fine. Okay. What's the name of our... Um, Oh my God, is Ruth now breaking in? Hold on. I'm so sorry, guys. It's been the whole episode. We've been Ruth free. Ruthie! <laughs> Hi! Hi, Ruthie! Oh, she sprinted oh. into her bed. Oh, she's going to make all the noise. Oh. Tristan she's feels a little, terrible. Little energy. And now she's drinking water. Chaos, guys. We're just trying to finish the episode, and Ruth had to barge in. She wanted to be a part of it. She heard about the corgi and she got jealous. She did. <laughs> Uh, Pamela, mm-hmm. uh, what is our website? Weddingconfessionals.com. Yes. From there, you can find show notes. Mm-hmm. You can find all the links to our social media. Where are we on social media? We are on Instagram. Yes. Twitter. Sort of. Are we? Kind of. Enough. We're okay. there. Facebook. Uh-huh. And we're technically on Pinterest, but we have never updated that. We haven't. I know. I don't understand it. Pinterest scares me and Facebook is confusing. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter, they work with my brain. You're in charge of the other ones. <laughs> She's <Okay>. like, uh-oh. <laughs> I love Pinterest. Um, we want you to send us your stories. Yes. Please send us your stories. As you see, we love them. Yes, obviously. Um, and also, we just want to get like new stuff, you know, whole new world. And your updates. Yes. I want updates and we want, you know, how your you're questions. dealing with weddings now. Yes. So um, you can email us. What's our email address? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. You can also um, send us a generic message without any of your personal information at our website. You'd click on the feature that says what, Pam? Do you remember? What does it say? What does it say? Tell us your secret. Tell us your secret. (laughs) This is the best part, Pam. You can also leave us a voicemail. Pam, what? Is our phone number. Do you even know the area code? Do you remember any of it? You're good with numbers. You're a smart lady. 434. Okay, I think you just looked. 43. I didn't. Okay, go ahead. Yes, you're correct. 434. Mm, 266-434-933-2663. 434-933-2663. In your defense... I had no fucking clue what it was either. So it's fine. <laughs> um, please give us a rating on iTunes, yes. Spotify, any of the other wonderful places where you can find us. Five stars. Pam likes five stars. Tell us what you think. If you love it. If yes. you don't, you can keep that to yourself. And now it's time to <laughs> f- <laughs> keep it to yourself.
Also, I would like to get into all of the places that you can listen to Wedding Confessionals. But because you've done so much already, I'm going to be nice to you and I'm not going to make you do it. I'm just going to rattle them off. All right. We've all been tortured enough. Thank you. Um, we all deserve a little bit of grace. The shrub and I appreciate this. <laughs> That's true. I did give you a shrub. <laughs> you deserve a little bit of a win. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast providers that currently have wedding confessionals are Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Castro, Castbox, Podcast Attic, and Deezer. What is Deezer? It's a podcasting application. There's like, a ton, man. I, I like the name. Deezer. Deezer. I like that. Hey, Deezer. He seems like a fun kid, <laughs> right? Does. In school. Deezer's always got an extra erase there if you need it. Thanks, Deezer. And you call him Dees. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I need to I need to maybe drive you home. Maybe. <laughs> I'll just sleep on the couch. It's all good. I'll sober you up. <laughs> oh, next week, hopefully we'll have a guest. Yes, hopefully. More people and more stories. Send them our way. Yeah. Until then, I'll see you next time. Bye, Pammy. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.